Okay, today's Vad was dedicated for the Atzlacha of Mordechai ben Hava and Sophia Batlea that are getting married tonight. They should have Atzlacha. They should be born by Neeman Israel Leshem Ulteperet. Okay, so we are here in Sefer Madrigas HaOdom from the altar, from the Vardik. And we're discussing the topic called Birud Hamidot. Birud Hamidot is a very complex subject where a person has to use all his Midot in a proper way. And it's not such a simple thing to do because you have to make sure that your motives are pure. You have to make sure that you know the Halakha, when Hashem wants you to use which Midah and how to use it. So, for example, we said last time that we spoke that there's something called kinah, jealousy. Jealousy is a midah that could be used in a good way called kinat sofrim tarbeh And it could be used in a very, very bad way. Where a person is not looking to grow. He just can't handle that his friend is above him. And therefore, he would rather his friend be lower so that way he doesn't have to grow. He just doesn't want his friend to be higher. Okay, so the midah is the same midah, but it's used depending on your kavan and how to use it and how to apply it in a practical way. A good kinah means I'm happy for my friend. I want him to strike. I'm 100% happy for him, but I'm motivated to also grow because my friend brought awareness to me that there is levels that I can reach. Now he's going to talk about Gaiva. Okay? This is the paragraph we're up to. Josh, you have your sefer. We're on page Kufhei, 105. And the paragraph starting Ukemoken. Okay? Ukemoken yesh geut be'adam. There is a meter of Gaiva. Shehi b'chlal to'avat Hashem kol gavale. That Hashem is it's an abomination to Hashem that a person has gaiva even if it's only in his heart. Sometimes you have to use the midah of gaiva for kedusha, which is It's a very important thing. Person has to be very careful to clarify to himself if what he's experiencing is good gaiva or bad gaiva. If a person uses the midah of Ayigba Liba Hashem, where L'shem Shemayim, understanding that since he has a chelak al in himself, and with Siyat and the Shemaya, HaKadosh Baruch Hu can give him the abilities to accomplish tremendous things, and he believes in his true value, the, value, the true value of a person, and that he should behave in a higher way, so he can do stronger and better behaviors, he can believe in that, that's Vayik Baliba Hashem. That's a good thing. 
But if he experiences Gaiva in a way where he believes that he is a better person than someone else, so basically, in a simple way, the good Gaiva doesn't define the human being that a person should feel that he's a better person or a more mukhshar person or deserving of more honor and recognition than other people. That means the bad gaiva defines the human. I use this mida of gaiva to define myself as a human being that makes me higher and better than others. That's bad. However, if I don't see myself as higher or better because we're all uh, human beings that each one of us has our koach and I'm only a person who is doing my avoidus Hashem that I'm supposed to do but I believe that I have koach to achieve big things because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants me to achieve big things and He gives me the siyat and the shmaya to do something it's more a focus on an ability to do something not a self-defining it's a very deep chilek between good gaiva and bad gaiva. So one is good, one is bad. But this requires biru. Biru means I have to be careful what my intention and how I'm using the mida, right? Biru hamidas. Very deep subject, okay? Then he goes on to a very lengthy discussion, which I'm not going to read the next few paragraphs in Sark, because it's very long. But basically he's going to say, that a human being has a koach to be critical. Where he's able to see the imperfections. That's a koach which would be something that a prosecutor would use that, that teva, that mida, right? That has to be used to be dan rishaim lekav chova. To see deeper into their intentions and their behaviors to see it in a critical way. And then a human being has a koach, which is a koach called uh, something like, sees things in a positive way, where he would be doing the position of a defense attorney, to see a reason to see somebody in a positive light. That's a, a media that you have to use to dan people, the kavzichut, to be matzvik tzadik, Right? So those are midas. To be critical thinker, to be a positive thinker. Those are midot. And therefore they have to be used in their proper places. Because if you're going to be matzik a rasha, or be critical on a tzaddik, that's wrong. So you have to know how to use your midas in a proper way. So I'm going to go to the um, paragraph on page Kuf Zayin. Chazal. The Rishoyim have a maladjustment of how they use their midas. So they will be critical on Sadiqim in order to say they're not nothing special and I don't have to follow in their ways and I don't have to respect them. And They'll be very positive and see the beauty and the goodness of the Rishayim in order that they could befriend them. 
So they have a maladjustment of how they use their midas. That is a very terrible thing. Okay? If a person is honest and straight and emet, he can see the truth in how he's behaving. Okay? It's a very deep point because there's really, you need two things. He only talks about this, but really a person has to know halacha too. He has to know where Hashem wants him to use the midah. And then he has to be honest with himself to see if he's using the midah correctly. That's called bira midas. That's a deep point. We either have the negias, or bias to our will, that's our taivas and our will. So once we have that negias to do the way we want to do, that's going to fog our clarity, and we're going to make excuses that we're doing the right thing, and say, no, this is the right way to use the midah, and I'm doing it the right way. But if you are able, this is the whole work, to be free of that negis, that subjective way of thinking. And we could be objective and see how the Torah wants me to see things, and what's truly the right media to use, then we could come up with the truth. Okay? And person has to see, where is the source of my decision? So he tells you a very good cloud, big cloud. So let's say you automatically have a critical view on somebody, and you want to parcel them up. He should have a chashad on himself. He has a negis to see the person in such light. And if you have a person that you see is doing something incorrect and all of a sudden you're trying to be very positive, So maybe the reason why you're being all of a sudden so positive is because you have a negis to see him in a positive way. Okay? So you have to be very careful. So again, I want to repeat what we said in the last Zabad, the last time we spoke, before we uh, had the Benazman break a few days. We spoke about how you see from here that a person, a number of things. First of all, a person has to live thinking, not on autopilot. If you live in autopilot, your, your midas will automatically, your bad midot and your netias and your ritzonot will take over your way of thinking and you're going to think incorrect. You have to live always with his boininess. Am I going the right way or am I going the wrong way? That's a very important thing. Secondly, you have to be learning. You have to know how the midas work. What's the difference between good gaiva and bad gaiva? What's the difference between good kinna and bad kinna? You have to know the simonim of the differences between the two of them, so you should be able to pick up on it. You have to be learned in halakha, what Hashem wants. Does He want you to act in a soft, easy-going way, which is going to talk about soon? 
Or does he want you to act in a tough way that you're not going to change under any pressure? You have to know, what does Hashem want? What's the situation? So you have to be learned. So you have to be thinking, you have to be learned. In learned, there's two parts. Knowing the Ratzon Hashem, and knowing the difference in how it looks. A good midah and a bad midah, even though it's a similar midah. One's kinah, one's kinah. One's gaiva, one's gaiva. It's very similar. But they look differently. They feel differently. You have to be able to discern that chilak. And then, you have to be willing to understand that human beings have negiyas. That's your default mode. Is that you have negiyas. That's what you're going to fall back on. Your negiyas, unless you are willing to be choshed yourself. I'll give you a little story, okay? So, I heard this from my Rosh Hashiva, my Hirshkowitz, come upon him about his Rebbe, Rebbe okay? So he said like this. Once he said a story where Rebbe Kotler was extremely busy person. He was running Klal Yisrael, he was doing a lot of things. And one day, he was bombed. He was very tired. Okay? So his Rebbe said, why don't you take a few minute nap, get some koiches, and continue your work. Fine. So he went in the bedroom to lie down. The door was open a crack. And his wife walked by and saw him sitting on the bed. So she came inside and said, I thought you were going to take a nap. So he says, I am making cheshbon hanefesh. Am I really tired that I really need a break? Or is it atzlut? Okay? So he was bringing out that Rabban Kala understood human nature and Yetzirah. And therefore, by us, we're always machria in a second. Yeah, I can't come to say that today because then I won't be able to learn second say that, that whatever. And we're like so confident in our Pesach of how we should behave. And when it comes to making Bittal Torah, we have a, a very, all of a sudden, we become very knowledgeable in Shulchan Aruch. We have become very knowledgeable in our Kaychas HaNefesh. And right away we assume that we have a heter for Bittal Torah, right? Baron Kotler was an Odom Godel. Odom Godel understands what the Yetzirah is. So again, like I told you last time, I'm going to say again, we have to be Mekatsa today because it's Rosh Hodesh, we have to start on time. But what I want to tell you is that, of course, what we're talking about over here is a very high level. Because you have to always live in thought. For an average human being, if he's always doubting himself, and he's always not sure, it's usually not coming from a healthy place. You understand? He's not on such a high madrega to make chesh ben Okay? And then, if a person does these kind of chesh ben all the time, he will lack menuchas hanefesh. And if he lacks menuchas hanefesh, he cannot be productive. So this is not something that can be done on a constant basis for regular people. This is something that needs training. It needs work. Most of us can't concentrate for two minutes, let alone think about life. Okay? So the way to begin the practice in a practical way of such a thing is, if a person has some time carved out, whether it's 
daily before he goes to sleep, that's a big level. Or once a week, like on a Friday afternoon when it's quiet. To think about his general approach of life and his general behavior and to see if it's coming from a good place or not a good place. That's called the Cheshben HaNefesh that you do once in a while. And then only during that time you make Cheshben HaNefesh. But not during that time, you just live. Because otherwise it becomes very overwhelming. Some people are very Balei Chesed. They have to think. Are they Balei Chesed because they rather do Chesed than learn? Because they don't really want to sit by the Gemara and break their head. So they'd rather be busy doing mitzvahs and mice and tigrim. Or no. The person could sometimes be a ch- do a lot of chesed because he wants people to recognize him and, and, and give him kavod and respect for what he's doing. Not really because he's a bal chesed. Those are things that people have to think about in a general sense. In a specific time that was allotted to do that. Not on a consistent day by day, minute by minute type of thing, because they won't be able to handle that. That's a very difficult thing to do. You understand? So our point is just to know this. The human being is very complex. And he has Yetzirah. And he has a Nitiya to use his Midas in a self-serving way. And if he doesn't think about his motives... And he doesn't think how to use things, he will use them the wrong way. And he could go his whole life thinking he's a tzaddik. He's busy being matzik all the rishoyim. But when it comes to tzaddikim, he's very critical. He's on top of all the Lashon horror that he could come up with. But all of a sudden when it comes to people that are not really doing what they're supposed to do, he finds every single method of being matzik. So that's a maladjustment of values in order to, to, to give himself an ability to behave the way he wants. So you have to be careful from those things. That's Limur HaMusa. Limur HaMusa is understanding this process of Cheshbon nefesh. Not an easy thing to do, but an important thing to start to grow in. Maybe the first step is not even to do Cheshbon nefesh. Maybe the first step is to understand the Midas. Maybe the first step is to understand how the Midas work. Understand what the altar said, Adam la amal yulad, we came into this world to work. To work means it's not black and white. Sometimes you have to use gaiva la kedusha, and sometimes you can stay away from gaiva because it's tuba. Sometimes you use jealousy for kedusha of kinasai from tarbechokhwa, and sometimes you gotta run away from it because it's dangerous. Very important to understand basics. So sometimes we're only up to the learning stage. We're not even up to the practical state of application. You follow? Okay, so we have to stop here for today.